everyone. Saturday would not be complete unless I threw a wrench in something. So today I'm going to throw a wrench in the spokes of unconditional love. <laughs> when you look at the world vibrationally, love is an identical vibration to appreciation. And appreciation is nothing more than pure positive focus. So it can be said that unconditional love is the very same thing as positive focus that is not conditioned upon something that the person is looking at. In other words, unconditional love is the same as unconditional positive focus. Unconditional love is positive focus or appreciation that is not conditioned upon how someone else acts. Now it's time to get real for a minute. How many of us on this earth truly feel capable of doing this? How many of us are truly capable of focusing purely positively towards the person that has a gun pointed at our face? How many of us are truly feeling capable currently of focusing positively towards the person who steals a little child off of a city sidewalk and cuts them into pieces? How many of us are capable of focusing positively towards war? Not many. But this shouldn't make us feel bad. Do you want to know why? Unconditional love is the exact same vibration as true enlightenment. We know how difficult it is to reach enlightenment. It is a lifelong practice, if not a multi-lifetime practice for most beings. And we also know that enlightenment is not a goal that we reach. Instead, it is a horizon line that continues to move further into the future with every desire that we have and with every new perspective that we are introduced to. It is the same with unconditional love. Unconditional love is a practice. It is not a state we achieve and then are done practicing. There is no retirement from the practice of unconditional love. And the minute you think you've reached it, you will find yourself in yet another situation where you are challenged to find alignment with it. There are beings who have achieved the experience of enlightenment and who spend their lives dedicated to maintaining that alignment with the experience of enlightenment. In the same way that there are beings who have experienced what unconditional love is and who have dedicated their lives to staying in alignment with that experience of unconditional love. But there is no such thing as a being that is physically incarnated who is permanently in a state of enlightenment. The same as there is no such thing as a being who is permanently physically incarnated and permanently in a state of unconditional love. You see, if we reach the state of permanent enlightenment or the state of permanent unconditional love, same thing, there would be no reason for us to be physically incarnated here. 
Because if a person could truly feel unconditional love 24 hours a day, there would be no further contrast for this person to experience. And if there is no further contrast for a person to experience, no desires are born from within them. And if no desires are born from within them, there is no expansion which is being satisfied universally through that being. And thus, there is no reason for them to be incarnated here. So for you to reach a state of 100% unconditional love would be to defy your own expansion and defy the expansion of this universe. In the spiritual community, unconditional love is a standard that we hold ourselves to. It is a standard that is no different than expecting ourselves to be enlightened. When we are not yet enlightened, asking ourselves to be enlightened is the same as asking ourselves to lie to ourselves in favor of pretending, in favor of acting like we think an enlightened person should act. Asking ourselves, or others, to be unconditionally loving is no different than expecting ourselves to lie to ourselves about how we really feel and instead act like we think an unconditionally loving person should act. We strip the genuineness out of ourselves and expect ourselves to pretend so we can maintain the lie that we are the spiritual people we think we should be. All the while, we send ourselves a very damaging message. We send ourselves the message that we are not good enough. You cannot lie to yourself no matter how hard you try. Deep inside you know you don't actually feel unconditionally loving and good about another person. But you think a truly spiritual person should feel unconditionally loving. And so even if you go through the motions of appearing to be unconditionally loving, inside you feel like a fraud. You are acutely aware of your own shortcomings. We all maintain the lie that we are unconditionally loving and that we need to be unconditionally loving, when the truth is, none of us are unconditionally loving. If we were, we wouldn't be physically incarnated here on planet Earth. It is a perfectly fine practice to dedicate yourself to, but unconditional love cannot be forced, and you cannot talk yourself into being unconditionally loving when you are currently feeling negative emotion towards someone, like fear or guilt or hate. If you feel fear or guilt or hate towards someone and you say to yourself, come on now, be unconditionally loving, all you are doing is shaming yourself into good behavior, behavior that is in no way genuine. And guess what? You are further away from unconditional love if you do that than if you would just let yourself be in a place of fear, guilt, or hate relative to that person. So how do we become unconditionally loving? The first step is to admit to ourselves and to own up to the fact that unconditional love is the exact same thing as enlightenment. Why is this? Enlightenment is the state of pure alignment with source energy, so as to own, so as to share source perspective. That means that the perspective you hold when you are perfectly in alignment with source energy is source perspective. And source perspective is the most objective of all perspectives. The reason is, it is the collective of all perspectives which have ever been held or are held currently. Because of this, source holds a perspective towards all things in existence which is unconditionally loving. So when you match the perspective of source energy, which is enlightenment, when you match that consciousness so as to match that perspective, 
you will simultaneously match the perspective of unconditional love towards all things in existence. This means that anything that we do as people to reach enlightenment will culture unconditional love within ourselves. There are thousands if not millions of roads to that one destination that we call enlightenment. The same goes for unconditional love. There would be no way whatsoever to give you THE way to reach the state of unconditional love, because there are many roads there, and many left yet to be invented. So all anyone can do is give you suggestions that may serve you to close the gap between where you are and unconditional love. By now you know that if you really want to unconditionally love the world, you can't start with the world. You have to start with yourself. And the first step to starting with yourself is to get off of your own back and to stop expecting yourself to be unconditionally loving when you aren't. You can't expect yourself to be somewhere other than where you are and have that be a self-loving state. If you continue to measure yourself next to a destination you haven't reached yet, you will continue to highlight your own shortcomings, and that is not unconditionally loving to yourself. Instead, it is self-hating. You are giving yourself the message that where you are is not okay. Also, all too often, unconditional love becomes the excuse to keep ourselves in self-abusive, painful situations. For example, let's say someone is emotionally abusive to us and we see that they are hurting, and that's why they're hurting us. We have the tendency to tell ourselves to be unconditionally loving to them and stay in that situation despite the fact that we are being abused. But this is not unconditionally loving to ourselves, or to them, ironically. If we allow ourselves to stay in abusive situations, we aren't unconditionally loving ourselves, and remember that part of caring about someone is about fostering their growth making sure they are always emotionally comfortable and preventing them from experiencing pain or the consequences of their own actions is the same as denying them growth. Unconditional love is love without limits. And unconditional love is the byproduct of perspective. If your perspective is limited, your love is limited. This means, to become unconditionally loving, you must expand your perspective. Question your thoughts instead of blindly believing them. Deliberately choose to think whatever thoughts feel good and focus on whatever makes you feel relief. But be aware that if you feel fear, relief may be an angry thought. And if you feel anger, relief may be a pessimistic thought. Trust your emotions and let yourself think those thoughts without judging whether they are good or bad thoughts to have. You cannot lie to yourself, so make sure to pick thoughts that you actually do believe. If you are the one who controls how you feel by controlling what you focus on about another person, then your emotional state is no longer dependent on what that person does or does not do. Your love, which is positive focus towards them, is not conditioned upon something that they are doing. This is the most important step when it comes to learning how to unconditionally love. Once you take charge of your own emotion, you start thinking thoughts and focusing on things deliberately that make you feel better. You'll find yourself quite quickly in an aspect of positive emotion. And from this place of positive emotion, you can play a little game with yourself. It's called pretend that you are them. I want you to get very deep with this practice. Meaning, I want you to try to remove yourself from your own perspective and try to live life through their eyes, interacting with you, interacting with the world. 
Taking on their perspective will help you to understand them, and understanding expands your perspective. And when your perspective is expanded, it is very easy to slip into the space of unconditional love. I want to stress that this particular process of slipping into someone else's perspective cannot be forced and it cannot be done prematurely. If you try to do it prematurely from a negative emotional space when you're still feeling guilt or fear or anger or hatred, then it's self-invalidating and that's self-abusive. Next, we must learn the art of detachment. Detachment does not mean to stop caring about another person. It means to detach your happiness from the other person so that their actions aren't affecting the way that you feel. It's to take responsibility for how you feel, to remove that responsibility from the other person or from the external world. If we are attached to the outcome of someone, or if we are attached to them behaving in one way or another, we are now unable to be unconditionally loving. Our positive focus now depends on them. Our love, which is no different than pure appreciative focus, is now conditional upon how they behave. If you are attached to them, it is a parasitic relationship. And yes, before you start feeling bad about this, most current human relationships are parasitic. If you are attached to them, it becomes important to control the other person and how they act so that you can be happy. If they must change to make you happy, you don't unconditionally love them. The first step as far as detachment is concerned is to admit to where we are, to admit to the fact that we are attached, to admit that we feel completely powerless to other people, that our happiness does seem to be at the mercy of what they do and don't do and what happens in the world around us. Learning detachment is a lifelong practice, but I promise you, the more you detach, the more you will love. Remember that it is easy to love someone or something that is easy to love, but we are powerless if we can only love someone based on the condition of them behaving in a way that is easy to love. Unconditional love is in fact the state of being completely in alignment with source perspective despite external conditions. To love conditionally is to say, these parts make me feel good about you, and these parts make me feel bad about you. And so I need the parts that make me feel bad about you to go away so that I can feel good when I look at you because the only thing that I am looking at is what makes me feel good. Unconditional love is to say I am responsible for how I feel. I trust myself to focus at you in a way where I am paying attention to things that make me feel good about you. And so, the way I feel is not conditioned upon what you do. You do not have to change one thing for me to be in control of what I am focused on about you. And so, I am capable of radiating love towards you 24 hours a day, if that's my wish, by virtue of having complete control of my own way of focusing upon you. If you wish to understand unconditional love, understand this. It is the process of understanding that you are capable of loving regardless of the condition that you're looking at. And we must realize not only are we capable of feeling love regardless of the condition, we are love regardless of the condition. Our lives here are nothing but a process of remembering that very fact.
Have a good week.